Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all in the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. What is up, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners? It is your host, Becca. And unfortunately, I don't have a co-host with me this week. But rest assured, we will have one back next week in time for Michelle's season premiere. Don't forget to tune in because that is starting on Tuesday, October 19th. And I cannot wait to watch a fellow Minnesota girl grace our big screen. It is going to be such a fun season. And I'm personally such a huge fan of Michelle. I absolutely adore adore her. So I cannot wait to see how her journey begins. Um, And in the meantime, it's an interesting week because we're now in between seasons. It's a little bittersweet because last week we finished up Bachelor in Paradise. And this week I figured we haven't heard from one of these folks yet. And obviously so much of the Paradise season took place with Brendan and Piper. And so I figured we would finally have Miss Piper on to join us to give her side of things, to give her take. She was very much so part of a lot of the drama that went down in the love triangle between her, Brendan, and Natasha. Um, and so I'm excited to have her on Um She's actually somebody that I roomed with for a week down in Mexico. So I got her side of things. Um, She's a sweetheart, obviously. Shit hit the fan. 
when she was there uh, in her relationship. And there's been so many rumors circulating now between what is she? Is she in a relationship or not with Brendan? Where do they stand? Um, and has she talked to Natasha? So we have so many burning questions from our listeners for her. So I think without further ado, we should just bring her on to Bachelor Happy Hour. So everyone, please welcome Piper to Happy Hour. Welcome, Piper. It's been a while since we've had yeah. you on <laughs> Bachelor Happy Hour. I think it was for mat season months ago so welcome back i mean life has taken you through a roller coaster i would say all of the ups and downs so how are you doing right now i'm doing pretty good right now i think that you know i have all like a really good support system here in the city and all my friends so it's been you know as crazy as it's been it's been really good and i'm like really thankful for my friends in the city Mm -hmm. Well, let's do a quick check-in because the last time we had you on, I think you were living out on the West Coast, correct? Yeah, and yeah, I was so, living in Oregon. Okay, yeah. So fill us in, I mean, since Mad Season and since Paradise, like where has life taken you? All over the place. Um, so I was living, yeah, at home with my parents, you know, the whole pandemic. It was not a choice. It was, you know, it was just the right thing to do. Um, and then I was supposed to go to Chicago for school, but like literally right when we got back from filming um, that season, I found out that my school is going to be online for indefinitely, basically. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to Chicago. I'm going to New York. That's the dream. Um, mm-hmm. So I got a job in advertising and I live in New York. All right. And do you, who's your roommate? Is it anyone from the show or just other friends? Serena C. Oh, you live with Serena C. Yeah, just the two of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. It's so funny now. I feel like back in the day, post-show, everyone would always say like, all the Bachelor people moved to LA. That's just where they end up. But now I feel like it's either New York or Nashville are the new the new fun go-to places. Definitely. So, yeah. um, well, I'm glad you ended up in a fun city because it just gives me more of an excuse to travel now out to the yes. East Coast. Um, <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, we'll definitely be out there very soon. Um, so, so much went down from your time on Paradise. So just since then, how have you been doing? Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not been easy. It's, you know, I'm not, it, it's, it was hard to watch it play back and it was hard to kind of like relive that. Um, obviously I was like thankful to go to paradise to, you know, see Brendan, see all my friends and all of that. But obviously how it played out wasn't, wasn't ideal in terms of like how it looked and, you know, everything like that. So I've, I've just been dealing with that kind of, you know, working through that, but it's it's not it's not been easy and i'm not gonna lie it's not been mm-hmm. like the easiest thing did you watch each episode back because i know some people choose not to um so did you did you decide to you know you're just gonna bite the bullet i probably shouldn't use that phrase at all but um <laughs> were you just like i'm gonna do it and just you know see how this all plays out like did you choose to watch it i watched i didn't watch it all the episodes that i want i was on i didn't watch while they were airing i watched them kind of after the fact because it was like it was a lot to like watch it and then also be getting the feedback online. And so mm-hmm. I, I watched the episode live when Brendan and I went home. Um, but then everything else I kind of watched in clips and not, not all at once. Cause it was a lot mm-hmm. to, to get it from all, all angles. Yeah. So we'll get into the details, obviously of the show. And prior to that, like what kind of led up to everything that we saw go down on our TV screens, but the number one burning question out there, I think that all of our viewers and the listeners want to know is where do you and Brendan stand, stand right now? Because we've seen articles and we've, we've heard rumors that you may have split. So where are you two currently? 
Yeah. I mean, that's just all they are is rumors. I don't, I mean, I can understand, you know, Brendan unfollowing me and that kind of thing. A lot of people maybe came to the conclusion that we split, but we're still together. Um, the reason we didn't choose to go public, like everybody else in the show, um, was just because like, obviously our experience was a little bit different. Um, we tainted our own experience in that way. So we are kind of working on ourselves and each other and we're focusing on being a, a couple before taking that public because obviously this isn't an easy thing to go through. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, flaws in seeing what played out. And, you know, obviously I wasn't there the whole time. I didn't see it all. So like seeing it all play out, but, um, we're together. <laughs> it was a rumor that we broke up. Um, but yeah, that's where we stand right now. Okay. Do you feel like in a weird way going through all of that and leaving in the way that you both did made your relationship stronger in any capacity? I mean, I can imagine it's been very difficult just dealing with the public bash backlash and the scrutiny and the opinions and comments. But do you think in any sort of way it made you both stronger as a couple? I think it did. I think that there's, you know, when you're first in a relationship with somebody, there's like this, this really happy period where you don't really have to deal with a lot of conflict and anything like that. And obviously, because we were dealing with conflict, both, you know, kind of between each other, but also like from from outside perspectives. Um, it did make us stronger in the way that like, right away, we knew how we communicated in, in arguments right away, we knew how we dealt with like exterior bad things. Um, I'm not saying it was like, you know, peaches and rainbows the whole time, but it was good to kind of have that feedback and know, you know, down the line, if something comes up, how we both kind of deal with those things. I want to take it back to not even the beginning of paradise, but pre paradise, because there's been so much said out there of what you and Brendan were before stepping foot on that beach, you know, some people and, and even you and Brendan had said like, yeah, we had talked, we hung out, but it wasn't anything serious. So give us more behind the scenes actual intel of what from your side of things what you and brendan were pre-paradise yeah um before paradise brendan and i like we were not in a relationship we were not boyfriend girlfriend we had hung out we had talked but it wasn't something that was so serious or anything like that um i hadn't even made the decision to go to paradise like fully by the time that he left for paradise and i think that that's kind of like you know, I, I was like trying to follow my heart to go see him in paradise. Um, and like, obviously I came in with a very honest intention. Like I want to be with Brendan, but I also knew that me going to that beach could mean that he was in a relationship with someone else. It could mean that he was ready to get engaged at the end of it to somebody else. Um, and you know, all of those things in my mind, I still was like, I still want to go here and I want to see if this is an opportunity. Um, but we weren't in a relationship. It was just a guy that I liked. And I fully knew that what the situation was going there. I fully knew that I could be walking into you know, a number of things in terms of him being in a relationship, but it was kind of like a hope and a prayer when I walked in there that he would still, you know, be open to exploring our relationship. But no, we were not in a type of relationship beforehand other than just talking to one another and hanging out a few times. Before he left, because he obviously got there about a week before you did, like in having those conversations of, okay, like we're going to go and do this and see how it goes, did and you say you know like you didn't know what you were walking into it could have been a number of situations you could have been already with somebody was he very explicit to you of like i'm gonna go down here and keep my options open and if i do date someone and you come down like did he ever t did you either talk through like what that could look like what that could mean for you if you did go down there and he was already like all in with somebody else 
we didn't talk about it. I think that there's like this misconception that we had this whole plan of like A, B, and C scenarios, and that wasn't the case. Um, there was conversation about like, oh, if you're there and you're in a relationship, then like I'm going to respect that because I think that at the end of the day, I would never want to have to like convince somebody to be with me to like tell them that you want to be with me. Like I wanted to be a choice and I wanted to like, I guess, present myself as an option when I got down to the beach, but there wasn't, you know, this grand conversation about like, if you're talking to somebody, then I'm just going to do this. Like it was more of me just going down there and being like, obviously very intentional. And I came down with a date card, like asking him, but you know, saying like, if you, if you were still available, I would like that option. But you know, that's kind of, that's kind of all it was. It wasn't any deeper than that. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we saw, I mean, we sat several different times first. Um, I think it was between Brendan and Natasha and some other people asking him how many times you two had hung up before paradise. And then it was also a conversation between you and Natasha when you got down there and she asked you, you know, what did your relationship with Brendan look like before stepping foot on the beach? The, the answers were vastly different. I mean, I think he had, yeah. he had downplayed the amount of times you hung out and how you spent your time together versus what you said. And so what was it? Because he said you guys hung out maybe a couple times. You said around 10 times. He made it seem like it was, was much more casual. What exactly was it? Like, I'm such a details person. I'm like, I need yeah. numbers. I need like the good details. So like help us all out with that. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we, we hung out, I think I told her eight to 10 times. I think that was the case. Um, I mean, Brendan is correct. We didn't, we went to dinner one-on-one, -on -one, hung out one-on-one -on -one three or four times, but obviously we all, you know, him coming to the city, we all hang out with the same people. So yeah, we hung, we hung out in group settings or otherwise eight to 10 times went on a date. If you could even call it that three to four times, but you know, that's, that's what it was. It wasn't, I mean, I don't think he was necessarily lying in that sense where he was saying like that time I think, but I do think that there was a bit of downplaying in that. Yeah. Well, as he said once, he just withheld information as you two were leaving. So because obviously, you know, the stories didn't match up. It was a little bit different. So you then finally, when you were able to watch it all back, because it's one thing when you're living there and like having conversations and of course, like, tensions are high people are heated there's so much going on on that actual beach so when you actually watched some of it back and you know kind of saw what he was saying to Natasha oh we only hung out a couple times what did that feel like for you because I feel like if that was my partner I would be pissed I would definitely have words with them outside of this on my own and be like what the hell like you totally downplayed what we had or like how much we hung out what did what did that conversation between you two look like yeah, I mean, I think you got kind of like clips of it at the at our first date at the at our dinner when I was like, I don't like I was like, I thought we were one place you, you were you were saying another thing. I'm hearing other things. Um, but you know, off camera, you know, when we get back home, it kind of made me start to question like a lot of the things that I thought, you know, beforehand, like, and it wasn't so much accusatory. I just really wanted to know like, okay, I thought this, but where were you at at this point in time? Because you know, I, I was going there for Brendan. I was like trying to be like, okay, I really like this guy. Let me see what happens. Like what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, it did, it did make me question sanity is not the right word, but it did make me question like beforehand, like, was I, was I reading into a situation where he didn't actually like me this much? Was it, was it, was I perceiving it one way? Um, so we did have a lot of those conversations, like walking through, you know, before and during like 
what what did that mean to you? Or did I misconstrue it? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, and there was one thing too, and I had talked about this on the podcast, you know, weeks ago. It was something that I had said, and I never want to, I would never want to say anything behind your back without being able to say it to your face too. But there was one point where I had brought up the the situation where Brennan had been talking to Natasha and he said something along the lines of, you know, the connection that I have with you, Natasha, is so much stronger than the connection I had with Piper, which now, I mean, now knowing in hindsight, you two went through all of that, then together on the beach left. Now you're still together. What was it like hearing that um, and and now seeing how he had the turn and came back? I wouldn't say back to you if you guys didn't have a plan or a relationship in place, but, you know, then left her to be with you. And now you guys are still together. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, that was that was hurtful. Obviously, for me, it was like, okay, but then it's also it's hurtful to see that lie, like, let's just call it a lie. Like, it's hurtful to see that lie. If you know, he really had these strong feelings for me to say to somebody else to gain any type of anything like that's, that's not fair to Natasha. I've reiterated so many times, like while on the beach, like I have nothing but the utmost respect for her. So it's not fair that that was her experience. It's not fair that he said those things. And I don't condone those actions. But it also was hurtful to me to be like, makes me then think like, oh my gosh, am I just like this crazy girl, you know, with the biggest air quotes who I'm like, I like him, but he's telling this other girl that like, it just, it kind of sets you through, through a bit of a tailspin. Um, But obviously in that situation, I sympathize the most with Natasha because nobody deserves to be treated like that. Nobody deserves to like think they're building this strong connection, just have that you know, flip the next day, the next week, whatever it may be. Well, how, like, how has he explained that? Um, I not, I mean, not great. It's kind of like, I haven't really got a straight answer on that. And I would, I would love to know. Um, I think that that's kind of part of the reason we're keeping our relationship pretty like on the, the down low, because I do, I do still have questions about the experience. I do still have questions about those things that happened before I got there. Um, and like those episodes I watched like clips of, but it, it's hard to see the person that you like date somebody else and like say these things when you had this perception of what it was beforehand. Like I knew that we weren't in a relationship. I knew that, you know, I liked him. I was hoping he liked me back, but then saying things like that connection stronger and then flip the script. It, it really makes you question a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would just, I think as a woman and as a friend, I would just warn you to err on the side of caution in regards if you're not getting straight direct answers and in big situations like this that you need to just tread lightly because it it, it was you know and I was never privy to their conversations between him and Natasha on the beach that was something private between them I obviously am friends with her so I would get her side of things um and then it's one thing to watch it back as a viewer and I just had questions of like you know if I was in Piper's shoes how would that make me feel like I, I would that wouldn't sit well with me um so obviously you mentioned Natasha and there's been a lot said between you know you knowing her pre-paradise you guys having some sort of friendship or not uh obviously I would love to ask you directly um what you and Natasha were in terms of friends before you walked down onto the beach just to give all because you know there's rumors there's articles there's forums everyone's gonna say certain things and make up certain storylines in their head so where were you and Natasha at before coming to Pat Jordan Paradise yeah I mean Natasha and I have similar friends in the city we um I guess (laughs) 
run in the same circles if you if you want to say that but I would say that Natasha and I were like developing a friendship um we had hung out you know I I was a part of groups that she was a part of um so I mean while I don't think we were obviously like best friends or anything like that like I would I would consider her a friend I would consider us our friendship developing as people that have the same friends in the city as people that you know go to the same events that kind of thing and I thought that we we got along so that's where I stood mm-hmm. with her. So, okay. Cause I know I, I, you know, there's the pictures out there of you all getting your nails done together. Was that one of the only times you had hung out before that? Or had you spent more time together? No, that was the only time we hung out in person. Okay. Um, and this is tricky because now knowing that you and Brendan are still together, I can imagine it puts everyone in a very compromised spot. Um, if you are with Brendan, I'm sure that's where your loyalties lie. But since everything went down and and you mentioned, you know, you feel like a, a lot of what Brendan had done or said was at her, ex- her expense. Um, have you spoken to her at all? Have you tried reaching out since coming back from the beach? No, I haven't reached out to her since coming back. I, I know, like, obviously it's a personal experience. We all know that people that have been on the show, like living it and then having to relive it through watching it. That's a lot. Um, and I kind of wanted to give her that space before reaching out and kind of like, I didn't want to dredge up any feelings that she was already having to re-experience watching on the screen. That's, that's obviously hard and having it cut down into two hours and just having to watch it. That's, that's not easy. Um, I mean, I've reached out to her now to say like, I want to speak to you in person, one-on-one. I, I don't want to give her an apology that's over text where I can hide behind a screen, type something out and say, I'm sorry. Like that is not how I've been taught to apologize. That's not how I was raised. So, you know, the opportunity to actually talk to her, you know, face-to-face, whether it's FaceTime or in person or over the phone, I think that that would be the best way for me to convey a sincere apology because I don't want at the end of this for her to think that my apology was insincere or anything like that. But I also do want to give her the space mm-hmm. because... I understand that as well. Yeah. And just knowing her, I think she's, she, I think that would go a long way with her is the the fact of trying to do it either in person or over the phone, not hiding behind the screen. I think that would speak volumes for her. Um, yeah, I guess I was interested because if you, you know, if you say that you're friends with somebody, I mean, I, I would assume that you would want to reach out and have that reconciliation. Again, I know you're in a compromised spot because of your relationship with Brendan. And quite honestly, I don't think she wants to hear from Brendan whatsoever. Um, but I think just for two women, especially in this franchise, who already have to deal with so much, it can be a lot that I think it would go a long way. Um, I want to get back into... Um, Back to paradise, back to when you first entered, because we did see you come down a bit late and because you came in, I want to say the day after me. So we were like they were already a weekend filming. Um, What were you hoping you would have come in earlier? I know that like when you and I had talked actually when we were down there, it was a lot of it had to do with your work and schedule and you weren't sure if you could get time off. But um. What made you come in so late? Was it just waiting on them or was it was it figuring out if you truly wanted to do Paradise or not? I mean, it was a little bit of both. It was, you know, my work schedule and just all of that. But then it was me genuinely being like, I was very wishy-washy. I'm sure that was very annoying to everyone trying to figure out who's going to be there because I was like, no, I'm not going. And then Brennan's like, okay, I'm going to go. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to go. And then it was kind of just this like, 
as I sat, I left later than everyone. So as I sat, you know, alone in New York, all my friends in the city are already in paradise. The guy that I was like interested in could be dating someone else that kind of like, I not even loneliness. Cause I don't want it to sound like, you know, it was a fallback, but like kind of that, like, shoot, he could be talking to somebody else. He could be with somebody else. And that kind of was the straw that broke the canvas back. And I was like, I, I should go. I, I need to go. Mm-hmm. How apprehensive were you walking in not knowing what was already happening? Oh my gosh. Um, it was probably one of the most nerve wracking things. Um, I mean, even when I asked Brendan on the date and he was like, okay, can I talk to somebody really quick? I didn't know who he pulled. Um, cause you know, I was taken elsewhere. So it was even just like that, like, oh my God, is he going to tell me like, no, I don't want to go on the date with you. I have this other relationship, like all of the unknowns. And for someone like me, who I'm such a planner, I like to know everything. Like, that was hard because I was, I was really out of my element and I was walking down like anybody else who walks down and has no idea who's in what relationships and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Does any part of you now wish that you would have maybe been open to exploring other relationships or even pulling guys that first day? Cause right away, I remember you came in and right away you were like, Brendan, you want to do this. You want to go on this date. It was like no hesitation whatsoever. You knew what you wanted, which I I will say, like, I commend you for that of just going in and being like, Hey, you, I like you, let's go talk. Um, But is there any part of you that wished you would have pulled other guys that day or that maybe you would have been open to meeting and exploring any other relationship down there? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that that is, you know, I think that Natasha said it to me every, a lot of people said it to me, like, that's what paradise is about is exploring all those other relationships. And like, you know, I don't think that I gave myself a genuine paradise experience, but I did go in knowing what I wanted. And I, I took that, but you know, I think there was amazing guys on that beach. And I think that that's, you know, maybe something that I missed out on, but at the end of the day, like I'm happy with my decision. I'm happy with Brendan, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as controversial as that might be to say, like, so I just kind of did what I always do and followed like my gut and my heart in that. And I think that that's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the experience I got. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, it speaks volumes. You went down there knowing you wanted to see him explore that. Um, And I think a lot of what people, even people within the franchise will say, or viewers, they'll be like, oh, well, you know, the producer stopped her or whatever. It's like, I think it's important to say, like, if you wanted to explore that solely with him and pull him, like that was your decision. We're all grown adults. And I know people like to think that, sometimes the producers are like puppets on the string or have us on the string of like, you can and can't do certain things, which at times just because of scheduling, that's the case. But like, yeah, you know, if you really wanted to talk to anyone else, you could have, and they, they would have definitely allowed it for sure. Okay. So we see then you pull Brendan right away. You both go on that date, um, which I, I have some questions about that date and that conversation, but I think the bigger thing too is after that date, obviously you came back and I mean, you two were like from that moment on, you two were pretty much inseparable. You were like very much a couple like, and maybe chalk it up to, you knowing each other beforehand, but you guys like were seemed to just like vibe and like, it seemed like you had been on the beach longer than you were, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but how long coming back from that date did you like did you expect that you would get heat and like how soon did you think that would start happening or did you come back from that date and just think it was going to be smooth sailing 
Um, I mean, I honestly didn't know because in our conversation, you know, on our date, when we were talking about Brandon's experience, you know, before I got there, um, he said that he was getting a lot of heat, but it was hard to like gauge the timeline in terms of like, if he was still getting heat up to the day that I got there, all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect the next day when everyone, you know, when I had that conversation with Natasha and, you know, there was, there was murmurings about whatever I was kind of expecting to have those conversations, but I didn't know what the backlash, if there was any backlash, I didn't know the severity of the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and it's interesting because again, like I felt like I was so, everyone's kind of in their own world when you're living on the beach. And for me, like, I'm just not a drama person to begin with. And so when people start talking and saying stuff, I feel like I just go the opposite way. And so like when this was all happening and these rumblings were going on, I was just like, Thomas, let's go and make out because I don't want to be part <laughs> of any of this. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I mean, obviously no, I, no one expected things to blow up as extreme as they did. Um, but going back to your conversation, on that date, like on your one-on-one with Brendan, um, you made, you made a comment of like, at one point, thanks for playing the game. And then you also talked about, I believe, utilizing your time in paradise and taking advantage of what it had to offer and what you could promote together. So what exactly did you mean by that? I mean, I think that by that, I was purely making a joke, you know, obviously coming down, excited to see him. I was saying like, Oh, thanks for holding down the floor. Like, I'm happy to see you here. Um, it wasn't indicative of a plan or anything like that. It was, it was just a joke. Um, in terms of like, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't know the promote. I don't know what the context of that conversation was. I think that there's this whole, um, conspiracy that we were just there for followers. That's not the case. That's, you know, that that's just not the case. Like, um, in the context in which I told Brendan about the article and told him about like his follower again and whatever it was, I was only telling him because as somebody who's, never been in a public relationship who's never had external people care about who I'm dating. That was like really shocking to me. And so that was kind of the context in which I was telling him, you know, about the followers and whatnot. It wasn't to be like, look, we can use this opportunity for X, Y, Z. That was, I was just being like, we're both like normal people, you know, that are now in this, this environment, which we're both so thankful for, but it's, it wasn't anything that was like, you know, we like, we are going to use this for that. It was just like, this is crazy that people care about our relationship. This is new. Mm -hmm. Well, and I will attest to that, which it's, it's even hard to explain, but like, it's an interesting mindset to go from, you know, just being, I would say like a normal everyday person living in the world to then have people actually be so invested and care about you. And like to the point where there's like some sort of lack of privacy. So I will attest to that, like for the fact that like, you're like, Oh, people actually care about us and like how our relationship is going. It's a weird thing that kind of happens over overnight. I would say in, in this franchise that you can't really expect and no one can really prep you for. Um, but I, I want to say this because, again, this is something I said on the podcast and I, I would never want you to think that like I'm talking about anyone behind their back. But when you did make the comment on your one on one date about like, thanks for playing the game, it did. It was kind of offensive in a way because it downplayed, I think, real genuine connections and feelings and relationships that we've seen through the show and like 
just me speaking from my own experience firsthand, like it really does work and people really do fall in love. And I think you're realizing that now because you are indeed still in a relationship with Brendan. But I think for a lot of people who were on that beach, like in, in solid relationships and starting something as a couple, like we were all like, this isn't a game though. Like these are people's real thoughts and feelings and emotions on the line. Um, so that was one tough part to see. And I, and I can imagine, you know, being Natasha hearing that too, it would hurt even more. Cause I would be like, this is now at my expense. Like, was I the game that Brendan was playing you know, just to get roses week by week and to hand out roses and to stick around longer until you came. Um, so that was one part watching back in one of the episodes where I was like, mm, that kind of hurts. And I can imagine what yeah. Natasha's feeling for sure. Um, so going back to, it wasn't even on your first one-on-one. I think it was after you had been there maybe for a couple of days, you and Brendan were talking and you had made the comment. I think maybe it was the night that you two decided to go home or like right before that, uh, you basically said something to Brendan of like, I told you we shouldn't have come here. Like I didn't want to come here basically of like, now look what happened. What, what did you mean by that? Like, did you at any point feel like, you were kind of forced to because you were into him and he made the decision to go. And then you were just like, Oh, well, if he's going, I'm going to go. Um, what did you mean by that? By, I wish we, I told you we shouldn't have come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to go. I think that that was kind of the summation of what I was saying there was, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to paradise. I wanted to, you know, explore a relationship with this one person that I was interested in, you know, in the real world, which obviously is not the right terminology. And like, to your point about the game thing, like that was something I just said. And I completely and wholeheartedly apologize because it's not a game. Obviously I went on the bachelor and I was like, I could fall in love with this guy. I went on this show and I was like, I want to be with Brendan. I want this uninterrupted time. Like I see all my friends so happy in their relationships. I see you and Thomas so happy. Like, like my deepest and sincerest apologies, if that was construed as like a game. And I actually meant that. And I also, so apologize to Natasha and making that like devalue her feelings, her role in that, her relationship with Brendan. That's, that's not fair. That's not a game, all of that. But yeah, I think that that's what it was is I didn't want to come to paradise because I wanted to be, you know, exploring this out and seeing how it would work for us. You know, me living in New York, Brendan living in Boston. Um, why I went because I couldn't stand the thought of him being with somebody else. And I wanted to present myself as one of those options on that beach for him. Because I knew that if I stayed here and he came home however long later and had a had a fiance, had a girlfriend, and I didn't give myself a shot in that, that was that was gonna be really heartbreaking for me. Um, but I at the end of the day, I didn't want to go to paradise. That's not how I wanted to to explore our relationship. And that's kind of what what that's what that statement was. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like now because of that mentality of not fully wanting to go, but being into him enough to explore it. Like, do you feel like in any way your relationship was, or maybe still is tainted a bit by that? Um, I think that there's, it's something that I'm trying to get over, I guess. Like I don't want to hold resentment over him because it ultimately, ultimately at the end of the day, it was my decision to go. Um, you know, I'm the one that got on the plane. I'm the one that showed up in Mexico, all of that. So I think it's something that like me personally, I am working through not to hold over his head because 
yeah, I didn't want to go. And yeah, I went and that was my decision, but it was something that he was like, you know, it'd be great to see you in paradise. But I was like, explore those options. And so it's, it's nothing on him and it's fully on me to go for going. So it's something we're working through, but mostly I'm, I'm working through. Mm -hmm. Do you, have you asked him, I have a two part question. Have you asked him now looking back and knowing how everything transpired? Like, does he wish he would have just stayed home and explored it with you instead of going onto that beach? Um, I've asked him, but I mean, I don't think that he's going to give me like a, no, I'm happy that I got, you know, I don't think that I, so he's like, I mean, he says like, yeah, I wish I would have just stayed home, but obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, And I don't think that if you would have asked him before paradise, obviously he wouldn't have said yes. Right. Right. And then do you ever ask him, and this is maybe just me and how I would work through a relationship, especially after adversity like this and, you know, something that was so extreme and publicized, like if the roles were reversed and you had gotten to the beach sooner and had kind of explored some sort of relationship with another man and he came down and basically you were in your position, but just opposite, how would he be feeling right now in this moment? Um, I don't know. I think that he would be hurt. I think that he would be, you know, if the roles were reversed, I think he would be feeling exactly what I was feeling watching it all back and realizing, you know, the downplaying and all of that kind of stuff or in one person's eyes, what could have been perceived as one thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's a great question. I'm definitely going to ask him because that's, you know, I was following my heart in the way that I wanted to be with him, but like, seeing how he like navigated and manipulated the situation that's you know it's coming to work through it's something to talk about because it, it's hurtful to see mm -hmm. and i would say this to any woman uh, any friend make sure you are getting direct answers that you can live with and potentially move on in a, a relationship together like he he owes you that at least um not that I should be giving any advice in a relationship, <laughs> let's be honest, but but just as a friend and as a woman, um, I would want that for anyone, to be honest. So I think it was the week you arrived at the beach. You and Brandon, obviously at this point, take it back now, you guys couldn't really publicize your relationship. And so we've all done it. We've all been a little sneaky on the Instagram where we've posted certain things kind of hinting and teasing, but you had both posted the pictures in the pool um, with what I think at the time is, and I can assume and correct me if I'm wrong, you thought they were witty captions because I don't think you knew how much everything on the show was going to blow up. Um, so, uh, yeah, what what was your thought process that day when you both posted those the pool pics with the IG captions that, you know, since then have been removed? Yeah, I think that it was all, you know, it was not meant to hurt anybody, obviously not knowing what transpired, what transpired, what was going to be shown, all of that we posted before the episode. Um, it was all, you know, in good fun, which is seems like a really cruel thing to say because it was at the expense of Natasha's feelings, which is not fair is you know i apologize for that like that's that's not fair that was not the right way to go about it it was purely supposed to be lighthearted, and obviously looking back it's you know it's not fair to do that at the expense of someone's feelings it's not fair to do that you know not considering how that's going to make natasha feel and that's you know i'm i'm so sorry for that i'm sure brendan is so sorry for that because that was not our intention was to to hurt anybody's feelings or further this you know this mean mean storyline at all 
um, it, it purely was to be witty and to be, to be all of that. Um, and nothing more. That's, <laughs> that's basically, that's it. Oh, this is something I wanted to ask because when it was airing, I was like, there's no way that they thought the cameras were on them. But obviously there was so much that I think audio picked up that you and Brennan had talked about that I'm sure you never thought would air. Did you did you both just genuinely not know that there was cameras everywhere, like in every corner? I mean, I I did. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I did. I don't know if I was always thinking about it or whatever, but obviously you're on a show, you sign up for that, you're mic'd, like, you know that you are going to be filmed if you're anywhere on that beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there anything that you regret now saying or doing or not doing that you wish you could either take back or redo? Just, you know, knowing everything that transpired. Yeah, I mean, I think that I definitely regret that any of my actions for anybody else, obviously Natasha being that primary person, like I am so sorry that like me coming down to the beach had any, any negative impact on her time in paradise. I'm sorry that like my actions beforehand, you know, had any weight in Brendan's actions. Like that was never my intention. Obviously then people watching that back on the exterior, seeing these, you know, these traits come up on TV shows that people maybe have experienced in their actual life. Like I apologize to those people as well, but my primary apology goes out to Natasha because that's that's not fair that's not what paradise is about you shouldn't have your your experience tainted by one singular person and the fact that I had any role in that I regret um I you know I think that if you would have asked me a few weeks ago I would have said like I regret going on paradise but I think that you know at the end of the day I did and it's that's not really fair to regret that and I try not to live with regret so instead of regretting the experience um I'm taking it as a learning opportunity and I think that's kind of all anyone can do when you know they mess up so what does the future for both piper as an individual and for you and brendan look like and you don't have to get into the details like i'm not asking for the nitty-gritty here because again like whatever you feel comfortable sharing i i would never want to pry into anyone's relationship but what does that the future hold for you and you both yeah i mean i think right now for me personally like i'm just you know focusing on the things that I, I enjoy. I mean, I made that, that post about, you know, being a really anxious person and that I think people took that out of context to be in reference to paradise. It had nothing to do with that. It was simply about why I haven't been on Instagram. But I think that in that I mentioned finding joy in things and, you know, I really enjoy my job. So focusing on that, I really enjoy my genuine friendships, like focusing on those and kind of just like focusing on those things rather than being caught up in this, in like anxious thoughts, feelings, things that, stress me out, which we obviously all have, um, you know, for Brendan and I, I think we're going to continue working through this. You know, we have strong feelings for each other, but I think that slowly for us, slowly, but surely we'll win the race, hopefully. Um, and you know, hopefully like our, we're able to get in a groove and be, and be good and work, work past this because, you know, that's all you can hope for. Mm -hmm. so if you had to give any advice to anyone coming to paradise in the future of what to do or not to do anything in general what would that be um watch paradise beforehand (laughs) i think that that was one of my fatal flaws is i'd never seen paradise so um you know the unspoken rule book which you know obviously grocery store joe likes to refer to and i think that that's that's a legitimate thing like i wasn't aware of it because i had never seen the show so 
watch Paradise before going on. Um, and <laughs> do then your research, yes, I yeah, want to do your research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do your research. Um, and then you know, if there's somebody that you're interested in and you and you think that they're going to be in Paradise, wait for that relationship to go in Paradise. Um, maybe inquire slightly to know if they're going to be there or not. But other than that, just if you want to explore that relationship, take the time of what Paradise is to have an uninterrupted time in a beautiful place together. Um, because otherwise like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you two are still working things out and you have a loyal, respectful relationship that you can grow from and learn from this, I mean, I think that's all anyone can ask for. I think in any relationship, in anyone in general. All right. So Piper, obviously your life has changed for good. I think some tough moments. Uh, like I said, it was a roller coaster these past, I would say this past year for you just being on Matt season and now paradise but um i want to leave the floor up to you is there any last words or advice or anything that you want to share with our listeners about you as a person what you've gone through anything at all yeah i mean i think first and foremost i just want to re- reiterate every apology that i gave obviously those apologies are mostly towards natasha because uh, my actions affected her directly and I am so genuinely sorry for that. And I do hope to get the opportunity to speak to her face to face or, you know, give her a verbal apology for that. Um, And then I want to apologize to anybody who, who saw those actions and it reflected something in their life. And that was triggering for them because obviously that's not easy either. So uh, an apology to those people as well. But I think that overall, like when we look at our lives, we all make mistakes. And obviously that's a very cliche thing to say. And this isn't my mistake. And I fully wholeheartedly own that you know, I did not, you know, go into paradise as everybody else does. And that's not fair. Um, But I do make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I think that having a little, you know, kindness and understanding in that would, you know, not even for my own benefit, but just for, for everybody, just be kind to one another. And just because you see something doesn't mean you necessarily need to send them a message on Instagram or anything, because there is a lot of, a lot of rumors and everything out there. So just understanding that before you're quick to send a death threat on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, well said. I've said this time and time again, and I'm going to say it, I think, till the day that I die. I, you know, at the end of the day, everyone coming on the show, like, yes, we open ourselves up to this public forum to watch our journeys unfold for a short amount of time. But we're human. We have feelings and emotions and we're we all have our struggles behind closed doors that no one will ever see and know about. And so um, I would just reiterate to all of our viewers and listeners that like, we're humans. And this is a reality show. Um, Real feelings do get involved. People make mistakes. We fuck up. We say stupid shit. We do great shit sometimes. Um, But like, we are real. And so I know that people get so invested in everything that transpires on the beach or in the show in general. Um, but but to to remove themselves a bit and yeah, sending death threats, the trolls, like the haters, it's like, you don't have to like us. You don't have to agree with us. But you also don't have to be terrible monsters to us as well. And vice versa. We shouldn't, we shouldn't yeah. be that way either. Um, so yes, we're all humans. We really have hearts. We really have brains. I mean, some of us don't, but you know, um, (laughs) it's, it's a lot to take in. So I, I'm just glad that we were able to have you on, but I want to get into the fun stuff because 
I know that you were friends with Michelle. You obviously met during Matt's season of The Bachelor. And I've met her several times now. And I'm absolutely obsessed with Michelle. I mean, maybe it's the Midwest. We're both Minnesota (laughs) girls. She feels like my kind of people. But um, I know that you two are friends. So any advice, any support, any well wishes, please share that with this platform now. Because I'm sure she would love to hear that. Um, Yes, Michelle is one of those people that's just like a ray of light. I think that everyone felt that on Matt's season. She's just like, she's so positive, but so realistic. And so like just down to earth, she's just like a great person. So um, my advice, plus like what I want to say is I hope none of those guys tried to mess with her because she is bad. She is a bad mm-hmm. bitch if I can guess on this. Um, and I think just at the end of the day, I hope everyone's watching because I think that she's really happy and it's just, it's good to see her happy and it's good to see you know, someone so, so good get to go through this experience and get to get to find their person. Mm-hmm. I think she out of anyone, I know like every time a season starts and maybe it's just because I now know what, what it takes to, you know, like go through dating so many people. It's not easy, but every time a new season starts, I always get a little apprehensive and I get kind of like this mama bear vibe of like, you know, no one messes with my baby and you want them to find love. But out of anyone, I am so not nervous for Michelle. She has such a great head on her shoulder. She has the biggest heart. She has such a fun, loving, open, welcoming personality. She's, I, I will say like, I want to manifest this because I want to put this out for her, but I feel like she's going to have one of the best, most entertaining seasons to watch. But I truly think, uh, and I don't know anything of what happened. I I know that she's happy, but that's all I know. I truly think um, the show hopefully is going to be going back to the basics where like we find that wholesome love story again. So I can't wait to watch text me anytime. If we, if you need a vent to me about any of the guys or anything, um, (laughs) Yeah, it'll be it'll be an exciting one. So everyone, please make sure to watch next Tuesday, October 19th for our girl, Michelle, to start her journey at love. Piper, it has been so much fun having you again. I'm glad that you were able to kind of come on here, share more of your side of things. I hope that you felt like it was a safe space because I, I know how nerve wracking these can go, um, especially with everything that transpired. It got very extreme, very heated. Um, so hopefully now you can put the paradise chapter to bed and just move on and be happy and uh, find what fuels your soul in life. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was good to be able to to speak and talk about it and work through it for hopefully the final time. Yes. No more TV shows. Yes. Done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that one. All right, Piper, take care. Good to see you. Thank you. You too. All right, everyone. Well, that is it for today. And next week, I can't wait because we're back at it. We have another season of The Bachelorette. Hopefully, it's going to be an exciting, juicy episode since it will be the premiere of Michelle's season. Um, Because from one Minnesota girl to the other, I am so looking forward to this. And I can't wait to see Michelle Grace is on the big screen. Don't forget to watch it. It's on Tuesday, October 19th. She looks stunning. I've seen some of the promos. The guys look handsome. I think it's going to be a mix of 
fun, romance, drama, all the good things that you get with any of our beloved Bachelor shows. But a huge thank you to Piper for joining us today. I know that that probably wasn't the most easy of interviews to be doing, but I'm glad that she was able to share her side of things and um, give us a little bit more insight to her and Brendan and everything that transpired on the beach. So thank you to Piper. But an even bigger thanks to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. We appreciate you all so much each and every week. So thank you for tuning in and listening to us and just being the best fans and listeners ever. Um, so please make sure to follow us on social if you don't already do so. You can do that at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Nation on both Twitter and Facebook. And as always, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcasts. You can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Thanks, everyone. Can't wait to talk again next week. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44 that that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 